Hello you beautiful people, it's day 9. Time is flying, but look how much you've learned in 9 days, it's mad, isn't it? We actually focus on just the mindset path, freeing ourselves, you know, the knock-on effects of the freedom from food and tracking macros and keeping it simple. That's what makes a difference, you know, when we try and do lifestyle changes, we always try and jump in and do everything at the same time. We do, like, all try and do all the workouts, the perfect diet, this and that. Never works, never has worked, and I don't know why we keep thinking it does work, so... Knowing starting small, focusing one day at a time is the way that, that, that delivers the results. Hopefully this has shown you. And it can go for everything else in your life. And it doesn't have to just be health and fitness. It's like if you wanted to start a new business or side hustle or a project or, you know, go for a promotion or join, try for a new job. It all starts small. Like, you know, do it for 10, 15 minutes a day. As opposed to like thinking you got to do like all this in one go. Everything starts small, grows into a flower. But today I'm going to talk about uh, some nutrition myths, some, some science on you, because I think it's important to keep reminding you of some of the myths and um, making sure we know that like nutrition, fitness, nutrition, there's thousands of new research studies every single day. Uh, some are bad, some are good, you know, different va- uh, different varieties and, you know, um, quality of studies. And that's why we, we look into them ourselves. Dr. P looks into it and all this stuff and we analyze them. We look at the ones that are good and we turn them into plain English so you guys can understand them and implement them as opposed to like, you know, you can get all the knowledge you want, yeah? I can tell you every single day, calorie deficit, calorie deficit, calorie deficit. Calorie deficit swear word, calorie deficit swear word, calorie deficit swear word. And what's it going to do? You know, when someone's in debt, it's like telling them, yeah, just save money, mate. And it's like, yeah, don't you think I thought of that, you idiot? <laughs> if it was that easy for me, I would do it. And it's like, well, I'll just save more money, spend less. It's kind of, you know, pointing out the obvious. And obviously when you know it's, it's calorie deficit and you can, you can get rid of the fad diets, that's great. But then it's about how does this actually become a reality in our lives? And that's why it's important that when we do take this new information and we actually apply it to our lives and take it one day at a time. So let's start with these nutrition myths. Uh, the first one is, if you eat fat, you'll gain fat. This is a myth. Fat has just got more calories per gram than carbs and than protein. So fat's got nine calories a gram and protein and carbs have got uh, four calories a gram. So cal- fats are just more calorie dense. Um, you can get a lot of fat in like meats and stuff as well. So watch out and avocados and all that. So... Yeah, it can add up to your it can add to your calorie total quite fast. Um, doesn't mean you eat fat, you get fat. It's a myth. It's just I don't know. I think like the the name as well. Think about it. We've made these names up, guys. Fat. Doesn't this sound like a like like something bad? Doesn't it? Does that make sense to you? Like the word itself, we've made that up to make to call this certain part of food this macronutrient. We've called it fat. It just sounds oh versus protein. Uh, I don't know if it makes sense. I think protein comes from the Greeks, which meant primary. So the primary macro, protein. So they knew back in the day, protein was the boy. Anyway, next one. Egg yolks are not bad for health, guys. Okay, it's a myth that egg yolks are bad. Uh, Egg yolks have actually got a lot of fat, a lot of protein. Vitamin A, D, E, B, 12, K, minerals, folate, iron, all the goodies. Uh, People used to think that egg yolk, because they had cholesterol, was bad. But it's really what... The research now is saying is that um, it's more so the trans fats that impact the cholesterol. Like if you look after your weight, train and all this stuff and you eat good food and have eggs, egg yolk, you're fine. Um, the yolk has got the most protein as well. 
So you want the yolk and the whites. The egg white part is like pure protein, but the yolk is full of goodness. And so don't be scared of having the egg yolk if you do eat eggs, of course. Um, you know, you don't have to eat five to six meals to boost your metabolism. You know, if you had the same calories over two meals, the exact same impact, thermic effect of food, that's what they refer to. So when you eat food, you've got to digest it, which takes energy. Obviously, if you digest smaller amounts six times a day, um, you get a smaller spike in your metabolism because it's going to be easier to digest, but you spike it six times. But in effect, three bigger meals, then it'd be bigger spikes, but less frequent, but the total amount. It's the same food to digest, right? So the same energy required. Make sense? So it doesn't matter if it's three or six. Do what works for you. It could be one, two, whatever. High protein foods are bad for your kidneys. Now research at the McMaster University examined two dozen studies involving hundreds of participants. And high protein diets are not bad for your kidneys. If you've got pre-existing kidney conditions, this doesn't apply to you. You would have had specialist, um, you know, doctor would have told you all about what you can and can't do so please this is a general advice but don't be scared of high protein diets if you've got nothing bad with your kidneys high protein diets got so much ben- so many benefits we spoke about i'm sure dr p will talk about more as well so don't be scared of it um you can you still cannot eat anything if you exercise frequently okay exercising doesn't burn as many calories as you think 10 calories a minute of running so if you're running you'll be lucky you'll be probably burning like 10 calories a minute so like 300 calories every 30 minutes unless if you're running at a good pace and there's no stopping you're just running continuous 30 minute run um when we work out we have rest periods don't we we chat got no phones um so when we do a workout for 30 to 45 minutes we have rest periods so we don't actually work out for 30 45 minutes um, so you're looking at every 30 to 45 minutes, you're going to burn around three to 400 calories, right? And you do these, you know, I got orange theory sometimes and all that. And they're like, yeah, um, you burn 900 calories and I fought for a minute workout. They go, did I hell burn 900 calories or a thousand calories or nonsense, but they overestimate all the time. So don't fall into the trap of, which is what my fitness pal does as well as like eat back your calories and stuff. Your, um, macros we give you take into consideration your total energy expenditure on average so we know you're going to train x amount per week on average we've taken that into consideration so don't think oh when i train now i need more we've already accounted for it and if you do three workouts a week that's what 900 calories burned a week from exercise right it's tiny it's minuscule compared to the calories you burn overall so don't Look at training as performance related. What am I doing? What am I optimizing for? Power, strength, speed, flexibility, general fitness. Look at that. Don't go, how many calories am I burning from exercise? It's the worst thing to look at. I don't care how many calories I burn from exercise. Get off it. I care if I'm getting better running or better, faster or stronger. Like that's, that's what I care about when it comes to training. I'm not going, oh, wow, I burn 250 calories. Let me, that's awesome. No, no, it's not. Burn, train for performance, end of, and leave it at that. Salty foods will not make you gain fat, guys. Salty foods will increase your water retention, make you bloated sometimes, but it's not fat. It's temporary as well. We need some salt in our diet, especially if you're training. You know, there's uh, things called electrolytes, and when you do a lot of training and stuff, you can cramp up if you haven't got enough salt, sodium, as we call it. Um, so, yeah, salt isn't bad if you're training and stuff as well. So don't be scared of salt, right? Um, 
this is a frequent one as well. You don't have to have breakfast just because people say it's the most important meal of the day. It's actually a term coined by Kellogg's hundreds of years ago or 100 odd years ago. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. They're marking the slogan. It's still around today. Mad, isn't it? Absolutely mad, but genius at the same time. So, you know, it's not the most important meal of the day. But there's some evidence to show that having a breakfast, that one like oats and protein and stuff and a mix of protein, carbs and fat can keep us full and give us energy levels for four or five hours. And this is trial and error. Remember, you are your own scientist. What do you prefer? Do you function better with breakfast or do you function better when you don't have breakfast? Um, I can't remember, who, is it Caitlin or the dancer on uh, one of the radios saying, you know, struggles to get her macros in because, you know, out the door, dancing, rehearsals all day, every day, gets to 4pm, is hardly eating a thing. In that regard, breakfast is important for her because if you don't get that breakfast in, missing out on protein, missing out on energy and carbs, and it's going to be tough to build it back towards the end of the night. So it's all in, it's all up to, like, you have to look at your own life, guys. You know, you can't keep looking at others. Oh, they said this. What do you think? What do you think about it? Yeah? That's the important thing. And another interesting marketing term, a marketing thing that worked and we used to think about, you know, Michelin star, yeah? Michelin star restaurants. Well, that was actually created by the Michelin tire company like 100 odd years, years ago when cars first started coming on the roads. And they obviously wanted more cars to be driven more tires to be worn out so they could sell more tires so you're like well let's create a guide for people to drive their cars to go and see top-end restaurants and we'd give the restaurants with like one or two or three stars and we tell people that this is worth the drive no matter what so you should travel as far as needed to get to this restaurant when you're visiting a new city you'd be like well this is worth the drive for if you're in the city and stuff like this and it made people get out in their cars and go and drive and see these restaurants and eat at them and today we don't really think about it, but it's a genius move if you think about it. So do, uh, like, think about the phrases and stuff we use. Everything is made up by us, you know? This world, the, the world we live in, it is a construct of the human mind. Uh, Steve Jobs said this, he was like, when you realise this world is made up of no people no smarter than you, you can change it, you can, you can press something new and something pops out there. And... Uh, it's mad when you actually zoom out a bit and you see these phrases and stuff we take so seriously. Just They were just created by uh, John in the marketing department going, guys, imagine we got people to go to restaurants and they would burn more tyres. So then we'd sell more tyres and we'd create this guide and we'd go on our free food and then we'd actually get these people to do like impossibly high standards and then they'd get a Michelin star, we'll call it. And then we'll have these lists of the best restaurants ever as well and because oh, it's genius John and he's like yeah we'll have free food as well and we, yeah yeah John you will you can go there and test out all you want <laughs> you can ask for the most exotic dishes if you want and all the cheese carts oh can I should we ask him to do cheese carts to have a Michelin star yeah mate you you crack on you do what needs to be done you know it's just done by people in my you know same as us like <laughs> I find it funny I find it funny but yeah have a look um Again, I've spoken about this before. You don't have to eat clean foods to lose fat, okay? You know, if anything, a mix of clean foods, as we call it, unprocessed foods, ultra-processed, is the best mix for vitamins, minerals, and just variety in our diet. So everything in moderation. Moderation, this phrase of everything in moderation, is an ancient piece of advice. It goes back to Socrates 2,500 years ago. Why do we keep ignoring it? Something that's been passed on for so long over the centuries must be important. It must have passed on because it was useful. 
Now, it's more useful than ever because we have to have moderation and we actually enjoy things more when we do have moderation. Will I enjoy watching a film or a TV show if I watch it three hours a night? Right? I start getting bored. It's a big thing. But if I have that TV show once in a while, you know, moderation, like I'll have an hour, like this and that, enjoy it more. You know, go go cinema once in a while. Moderation, in it, not every night, but, you know, when a new film comes out. You know, with your food, you actually enjoy food more when you're a bit moderate with your portion sizes and you don't eat it like a pig like I used to do. Like, <laughs> right? And you're like, oh, I've gone now. You're like, oh, everyone else is still eating. Yeah, well. Let's go. You didn't even taste it. You just swallowed it. Like, you know, you just swallowed it. So just remember, moderation can bring more joy to our lives. And it's in, there's a reason it's ancient wisdom. There's a reason for it. So please take it seriously. Um... And the last one is, you know, eating after 6pm doesn't make you fat. Again, be your own scientist. Like, do you prefer having your calories and stuff in the morning and then not eating after 5pm because you want to sleep at 9 and you find that eating before bed can disrupt your sleep? Maybe eating before bed helps you with your sleep. Like, these are things you find out yourself. That's what the empowerment of this, guys. It's empowering to find these things out yourself. Not relying on other people. Not saying that Scott says it. Scott says, look into this. You know, maybe I'm directing you but I'm not telling you exactly what to do. And I don't think that you should think that way. Like, I'm not telling you what meals to eat. I'm telling you, like, you know, we do the macros approach because we still need a perimeter. We still need to follow the guidance and science to lose fat. There is some scientific principles we have to abide to, like the laws of science. But within that framework, it's up to us. The empowerment is up to us. And that's how lifelong change happens. Because we, you know, some of you might have tweaked on the macro preferences tool yourself. You know, you might go you know what, like I'm always over my fats, but under my carbs, I'm going to go on a macro preferences tool and I'm going to give myself more fat allowance and less carbs and now it's more in line. And you didn't have to ask me, didn't have to ask anyone, you did it yourself and you're like, wow, did I myself? To me, it's little, little stuff like this. You've got the tools now and obviously we're here to help and the mindset and everything, but you've got the tools. You know, trust yourself. Trust yourself. Don't let anyone else trust yourself in this and you can do it. You can change your life. You are changing your life. You're observing yourself for the first time in years. You're seeing the truth of your behavior. You're seeing the truth of it all. You're not judging yourself though, but you're seeing the truth and that's the amazing part. And we work on that and we change our lives. So guys, use this voice note as a prompt to go and get your one big thing done. What is your one big thing today? What's the one thing if you could do today would have a big impact on your day, would move the needle, would put a smile on your face? It might not even be fitness related. It might be doing a work task. It might be going for a walk. It might be seeing a friend you haven't seen in ages, just phoning them or something. You know, it might be planning something on the weekend with your friends because you always get to the weekend and you don't do anything. You know, it might just something, that one thing is going to boom. And what happens there? Unleashes a load of new momentum once it's done. And you can do other stuff. You know, commit to less, complete more. That's my home screensaver on my phone. Commit to less, complete more. And that's what it's all about. Get your one big thing done. And I'll see you in the radio. I'm back in the voice note tomorrow.